0: Kansas honey. you have my curiosity welcome back to get real the podcast where we get real about all of our favorite pop culture movies and TV shows my name is Sam and with me as always every week but in phase four of his podcasting career is my co-host Chris I am indeed what phase do you think you're in are you still in phase four with me? Are you coming along for the ride? I'm uh we're holding each other's hands as we go through this podcasting journey, Chris. Ah, uh, yes, like Samantha and Eddie at the end of Tucker on Toten. yes. I don't know why I've got zombies <laughs> on the brain tonight, what? bro. <laughs> God, You're zombies, on. I'm still looking at the WhatsApp. <laughs> I've got it in front of me as well. How weird's that? Uh, you're on the wrong damn podcast, kid. But yeah, uh, anyway. check out our sister podcast, Get Real Gaming, as well. Yeah, quick little plug up top there, and make sure you follow us on the socials at Get Real Pod uh, across Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And let us know what you think about Jeez. these. It all had a purpose. It was slick, that bro. Right, it was slick. We don't. We don't. I say this every time. We don't do a good enough job of hitting our socials up top. And well, we fucking did this week. Well, you're, not, you're not lying. <laughs> you're not kidding. Um so I guess technically this is actually phase two of our podcast, isn't it? Because last year would have been phase one and this year would have been phase two. Yeah, we had our like big Avengers crossover bit at the end of last year when we crossed over both podcasts for both like quiz episodes, and now we're like right back into the swing of things with phase two, which phase two was a shit hot phase, except for the dark world. Oh, that was fa- oh well. You know exactly yeah. about what the phases are because you're currently working your way back <laughs> through all the Marvel films. Yes. What did you watch today? Uh, uh, Civil War was today. I was literally just about to say what we've been watching. I watched um, Age of Ultron, Ant Man, and Civil War since last time we spoke. But yeah, you watched quite a bit then. Yeah, buddy. But that's all that I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> You've literally watched is nothing it... else apart from MCU films, which is good because at least when Falcon. It's only been Winter... like five days since yeah. we recorded. <laughs> yeah, at least when Falcon Winter Soldier comes out, you'll be pretty prepped for Civil War with the whole Baron Zemo stuff. So, bro, I am ready for anything Marvel. Now, <laughs> give me another quiz. The funny thing is, is that's going to be the second thing that they released off the Phase Four slate because literally the only thing they've actually released on this so far is WandaVision. It is. It actually is, and that's sad that we are over a year behind schedule. Damn, COVID. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about upcoming Marvel films. We wanted to talk about just any film coming out this year, but we did that last year, and the list is still entirely the same, so we're going to talk about Marvel instead. Yep. Um, it's what a- have you been watching? Oh, what have I been watching? You, uh, what have you been watching? You absolutely, fluently, just you know, seamlessly integrated your... W, W, B, W section. (laughs) Um, What did I watch? Um, Continuing with The Man in High Castle. So I've nearly finished it. I'm like an episode or two away. How many seasons Um, are there in total? Four, I believe. Okay. Um, I've watched more of The Office US because me and my girlfriend don't tend to watch anything else other than that now. Yep. Um, I mean, there's enough of it. I played her like two or three trailers last night. And I said, "Why don't we watch something?" but she just she'd been working all day, and she didn't want to like commit to anything um heavy, but she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say all this um <laughs> Hi, Emily. <laughs> this is the one she listens to. I what know. The fuck are you saying? <laughs> um making sure that i do actually record a podcast when i say sorry i can't see you tonight i'm busy and then she <laughs> i say oh I've he uses a- that excuse four times a week <laughs> <laughs> she thinks we've got a- an entire like one podcast of the day <laughs> um but yeah anyway uh, i showed her the trailer for the hunt i showed her the trailer for love and monsters and i showed her the trailer for something else and i just she wouldn't watch it so uh we i ended up watching by myself the other day in other news um i watched outside the wire the anthony mackie film okay is he a robot is he really a robot who knows until you've watched see i'm waiting to to watch this but like i saw an article today which was saying like outside the wire is basically anthony mackie's like what if captain america was alive in real life and things went wrong (laughs) Uh, and i was like oh kind of i guess like a super soldier Yeah, I guess it is kind of. Without less of the buff serum that Captain America takes. (laughs) The Super Soldier Serum. The Super Soldier, is that it? The Super Soldier Serum? Yeah, Super Soldier Serum. Project Rebirth. I I remember that now. (laughs) I I listened in that. uh, You're never going to forget that now, are you? You'll never forget getting that movie trivia quiz question wrong or not remembering it. Oh, I think I answered Project Buffer's Fuck was my final answer. (laughs) Shit cuts deep, bro. Uh, Anyway, there are bits of news this week. Uh, It's been a pretty slow week, to be fair. Like I said, because we're recording this a bit earlier, because we always leave it till the day before... And uh, we're putting a swift end to that because I don't like editing the podcast until two AM before it has to go out. <laughs> um, we we were always so good at it and then it was just like, okay, Mandalorian comes out on a Friday, this shit needs to be up on a Monday, so we can only record it Friday, Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> yes. And then you have to spin around, clap three times and make sure the sun has aligned with the moon and total eclipse <laughs> of the heart and Oh you mean like you mean like the convergence event from Thor the Dark World where the nine rails line up <laughs> didn't even, I didn't even think, didn't even think about that, but well done, what I what a reference. Anyway, there are bits of news, isn't there? So do you want me to kick us off with some newsy news? Do it, bro. So in terms of the newsy news, the first thing that I've got on my list is that uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League will actually be a four-hour movie, not a mini-series. So there are yeah. a couple of uh, Roos Loomers in here, he's been messing around with the show notes <laughs> again, Um so we will say if it's more of a rumor or more legit, but I don't. I think this is a bit in the middle, isn't it? Um, I've seen it being picked up by various different, like, like newsworthy sites, um, and that's like the the thing that's being said at the moment. So we weren't entirely sure. We heard there might be a four part miniseries, or it could be like a long movie. Um, but I think most people lent towards maybe it being a mini series, but with them shooting a load of extra footage. But now it's going to be a four-hour film, mm. which considering he said he had like f- like four and a half hours of a movie before he stopped recording, it, and now he's filmed the rest, and he probably has about like six hours of a movie. I think a mini series might have served him better, like maybe like <clears throat> a four-part mini series, and like yeah, like two-hour-long episodes and two-hour-and-a-half episodes. Maybe he could have got like six episodes. Uh, sorry six hours and he probably could have got his full vision into it but now he's like i mean he's still it's still twice the length of any normal film yeah um but he is acting to like cut back on his vision again but i mean Zack snyder is not going to put anything out at this point that he's not perfectly happy with i don't think no I unless like so. hbo max like you fucking need to get it out <laughs> in the first quarter of this year otherwise you would bin in it off again yeah that's like, uh, that's the only reason that would make him stop. Still- yeah it's um i don't know whether i'd i mean what would you have preferred Four-hour movie or miniseries i think a mini series would have maybe given us room to breathe and stuff um whether it's all dropped all at once you could still choose to watch it in four parts um whereas a four-hour movie most of us nerdy fans will sit there start to finish and be absolutely busting for a piss by the end of it because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we won't even bother to pause it or something. Like it it might make it harder for some people to sit through and that might negatively impact it. The same way we saw with the Irishman being what over three hours and people were like, oh, I'm fucking all fucking watching now, or I was fucking <laughs> shit, that was too fucking long I need a piss. Put my hand up, I never finished the Irishman. <laughs> we spoke about this the it two day. and a half times. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was like not last night, the night before. Yeah. Because that was another thing we almost did this week. You were like, "Oh, should we do an episode on the longest movies?" And you were like, "I've seen one of these films," <laughs> <laughs> which was yeah. what the uh, Return of the King. Uh, yeah, and half of Irishman. Uh, but obviously, we weren't going to rewatch ten of the world, ten of the longest films ever to uh, before this episode. Because no, oh, bro, I was itching to go back and watch Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> I was really looking forward to Lawrence of Arabia oh mate i can not wait to sit through five hours of gone with the wind <laughs> anyway anyway what's next n- story next story is uh daredevil star charlie cox has wrapped his filming on spider-man 3 so this was like a roost Luma for the longest time and then it became like less of a Roos Luma, but still a roost Luma. but then it just got Posted by all the news sites like a week ago that he was apparently recording scenes and now he's done already? I mean, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we found out quite a lot. We found out that he was in the film as well. That was like, what? And then we found out I mean, he was... Wrapped t- all his typically when people like wrap film and they're in the film. Yeah, I know, but we didn't really know that until this, did we? Like you were saying. That was like quite... This is a... like... Double confirmed? Double. Or triple confirmed? Yeah, it was a bloody confirmation overload really, wasn't it? um i I was about to ask you a question but we'll talk about that in our speculation for what's going to happen in these films okay because that fits pretty seamlessly into the main topic make sure you absolutely do not forget that then um while we are on the uh, topic of spider-man 3 do we want to discuss possible names for it or do we want to do that later as well uh do you reckon it'll have uh, verse in the title i think it's going to follow the home trend but now we know it's a multiverse thing and we know it's a Christmas film now as well. And that's like, that's changing people's perception on what it might be called. Spider-Man 3, the multi homer <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are saying home for the holidays, home for Christmas. No place like home was like people's like original like thought. Um, or even, home worlds maybe. but Even that's not further really from home far <laughs> far 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 from spider-man life. 3 wait is this my home or have i traveled through to another dimension <laughs> <laughs> spider-man 3 wait this is my home <laughs> oh God, right. Anyway. with the question mark in the title yeah you can't have to get a question mark <laughs> anyway anyway next anyway. news story um godzilla versus kong has got a poster Oh, it's got an official poster now. It's got an official poster and the tagline for the film is One Will Win. Well, I bloody oh, hope oh, so. Uh, wait, was that, was that the tagline or is that what uh, the director said? I've got two different news stories up. Let me get the right one. <laughs> I'll fill the time. <laughs> <clears> de, 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 de. Yeah, uh, One Will Fall is the tagline. Oh, and when it falls, lots of people will die because they'll probably be underneath it when it falls and it'll probably crush <laughs> people. Yep. And then you'll get the Sokovia Accord coming in. Um, <laughs> no, anyway, more, so- no more killing <laughs> monsters when people live underneath of them. <laughs> kill them? Oh Well, this is actually... like I was about to say, kill them in the middle of the ocean. But the director has said... What's the director's name? Adam Wingard, I believe, is directing it. Okay. Um, or Adam Wingard's got something to fucking do with the film. Um, it's not saying it. Um I think he's the director. Um, he's saying that you'll be able to walk out of the cinema and be like, somebody won. There was a winner at the end of this fight. Um, originally, in like the 1962... Was it? Yeah, 1962 Toho, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla movie. They both fall into the ocean, but then only King Kong like comes out of the water, but we all know that Godzilla lives under the water, so we don't know who won that. Mm. Um so at the end of this movie, somebody will win the fight. And it'll oh. probably be quite clear probably about halfway through who's gonna win the fight, judging by which one's like defending humanity. Do you Unless, reckon like, they'll twist. join together to fight a greater evil instead? <sighs> I thought that because we've had all this thing about like a monster war and we had uh, Godzilla, king of monsters, and stuff. But mm. judging by, like, one will fall. Obviously, if they teamed up, one of them could still die to whatever the other monster is. Then the other one wins the fight. But I feel like that would be another anticlimax. I feel like they need to fight each other to the death. Yeah. There's for li- any of these, like, statements to be true. There's a little bit of. Uh... Bit of a uh, news on the grapevine that potentially people are speculating that it could be Mechagodzilla making an appearance in here, and maybe they work yeah. together in the end to take down Mechagodzilla. That would be cool. Mm. Well, if it, was, if it was Mechagodzilla, are they going to go with it's Mechagodzilla from space, or is it like humanity has built a Mechagodzilla? In which case, like why would they be fighting to like defend anything yeah that's a good point actually like, yeah no maybe they're just having a good old scrap mate maybe they're just having maybe a, maybe oh. they're just pissed off maybe i'm the king of the monsters no i'm the king of the monsters <laughs> <laughs> godzilla <laughs> took a shit in the wrong part of the ocean <laughs> <laughs> godzilla got pissed bro <laughs> he just he just nuked uh, skull island and kong was pissed about it <laughs> Why'd you nuke um, my island, you Beep In monkey I going to say a word then That was you too risky to say If I forgot to edit it out of the podcast so. Well, he's not a monkey, he's a gorilla, isn't he? No, he doesn't have a tail No, he's, a, yeah, he's an ape, isn't he? He's an ape he's of an kinds ape. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Kong of kinds A king of Kongs, you could say <laughs> Next story? Yep, next story <laughs> Matt Damon joins the cast of Thor Love and Thunder Matt Damon. Also, uh, Chris Hemsworth has gone to start filming this week. So we've been hearing that Tessa Thompson started filming like a week ago, a week and a half ago. Okay. So Chris has finally showed up. Matt Damon, is he going to come back as the actor playing Loki? (laughs) I mean, maybe there's an actual, uh, you know, when we're talking about all this bloody uh, changing time up and stuff. I think the multiverse is probably going to play into a heck of a lot of this phase four. Um, I think so. So maybe there is a, a verse out there where Matt Damon does actually play th- uh, Loki, and maybe um, Tom Hiddleston plays the actor who plays Loki in the theater. Uh, <laughs> Re- Roller reversal. Damn, okay. We're already I getting like our it. we're already getting our predictions in here. Okay, because because I I've got one because we got some like news about like thor and stuff like that okay but that's gonna lead into like mega predictions so i'm gonna leave that for later because i can't wait to just like blow your mind with what could potentially happen in this movie (laughs) okay that sounds good that sounds good so um i had another news story that i blanked on when i thought about thor so have you got another one i have got another one uh next story so liam neeson has announced that he is retiring from action films. Good. But in the same breath, how we spoke about how he was uh, up for potentially coming back as Qui-Gon Jinn, does this consider, does this like kind of nip that in the bud? Does it kind of put that hope to rest, maybe? I feel like this statement means he's retiring from doing the action. He's He's retired from Taken. (laughs) <laughs> hopefully um, yeah, somebody else is Taken now somebody is John Taken in a TV series whether that's still going or not John Taken? Series. is that the character's <laughs> name? no it's not <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can't remember me. what his character is called so I called yeah, him John Taken fooled <laughs> 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 that you, could, you couldn't put it past it that's the thing Amazing. Um, I think it means he's retiring from doing the action roles because we also had he did an interview with james corden this week and he he's like oh i've still got qui-gon's lightsaber like i'd love to be qui-gon i'd love to come back as qui-gon and he also said that in clash of the titans 3 i don't know if he like accidentally announced that this is happening or whether because i haven't seen the full interview whether he said if clash of the titans 3 comes out he wants to reprise his role as zeus Which would be another action film, but I think it means he's not going to be the one doing the action anymore. Hmm. It will still be in the action films, but it will be like the old guy in a chair. Yeah. Or it will be the old military man sending somebody on a mission. There's still hope.
1: (laughs) There's Uh... still
0: a new hope. While we're on the topic of Star Wars, um, there's been a little bit of a tease on the Star Wars Twitter. Did you see it? It was a bit naughty. No. No. It was uh, Samuel L. Jackson's birthday, and Star Wars tweeted out saying that this party isn't over; it's just beginning. Sending a very happy birthday to Samuel L. Jackson. Is this the is this the Luma Mace Windu series that everyone's going on about on the internet? Well, someone's <laughs> called it saying he'll be an Obi Wan, so some last people think that that's kind of I a mean... little bit of a nod. Potentially, if we get like maybe a flashback, we could see like Obi Wan interacting with the Council. There, uh, we know that Disney have already got a de-aged Samuel Jackson from Captain Marvel, so may as well put that to good use. Recycle yeah. your assets, exactly. Like, you don't need to do much with it, do you? Just get mm. rid of the the hair. That's an extremely, uh, yeah. extremely ruse loomer, though. Extremely extremely Um And then my last story is the Peaky Blinders to end after sixth and final season uh do you know what i am a fan of peaky blinders i didn't watch it for the longest time and during first lockdown i binged it and it is a fucking good series but it was struggling to maintain a narrative like they just had to find a reason to kill off different love interests and give people motivations like they were struggling yeah, I quite enjoyed uh, Peaky Blinders to be fair. I thought it was pretty sick. And it is a bit of a shame that it's ending, but I guess all good things do have to come to an end, don't they? Yeah, I think it's better that they announce and they figure out an endpoint so they can end the narrative instead of just like ploughing it into the ground with a million seasons or yeah. being cancelled and having an unresolved story. Mm, yes. But yes. There we there we go. I think that's that's it. I'm out of news unless you've got anything else. Um I cannot remember why it was. I think I think it's something that we spoke about anyway. Trailers? Uh, or something that we might speak about. Mate, there's no trailers. Nothing interesting that I've seen anyway. Excuse me. No trailers. Have you seen a trailer? Have you let me down? No, I've just. There's just no interesting trailers come out this week. In like the last four days, there's there's one called uh, Willy's Wonderland starring Nicolas Cage, and I didn't want to click on it in case it was like a triple X parody or something with that name. <laughs> like, you can't trust Nicolas Cage in a movie called Willy. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, no, there's no trailers. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, oh, anyway. one oh, bit oh, of news ooh. then. Um... uh do you remember we talked about a Phil Lord and Chris Miller film called Connected a while ago? That I believe never came so. out because of COVID, I believe so. Netflix has bought the rights for that. They've acquired the rights within the last couple of weeks. So this is going to be one of the films that they release this year every week. Um but they've changed the name and it's now The Millers Versus Robots. The Millers Versus or something Robots. Like that. Yeah. Interesting. Um which seems like they're definitely going like we talked about like um i can't I can't find the name of it to double confirm it now, um we talked about how like the trailer kind of like took a turn um halfway through like beforehand it's like, oh, family like getting to know each other, putting away technology, yada, yada yada, and stuff, and that seems like what like Chris Lord and Phil Miller wanted the story to be about. But now because it's going on Netflix and it needs to deal with all the noise, I think oh it's the Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, okay, easy to get mixed up, <laughs> very easy. Um, I feel like for Netflix to make it like stand out from the rest of the crowd, like they called it the Mitchells versus the Machines because it's a snappy title that people will be in and be like, oh, okay, this is going to be like an action family film, like Monsters versus Aliens, and they're going to put it on for the kids. Mm. So I think that's why it's happened, but it feels like it kind of lost what like story Phil Lord and Chris Miller were trying to push with the like the title and the narrative and stuff. But mm. yeah, um, there was another new story, but I cannot remember it for the life of me. So Very good. Uh, there was no trailers, so shall we just move on nope. straight to the main topic? Uh, I think we should. Nice, clear, concise, like, ish-bash-bosh, get to the main topic, let's go. We got Which to the release of it. the main topic... <laughs> We need the time because I am a wealth of comic book knowledge. So we're going to speculate what we think is going to happen in these upcoming Marvel movies. Yes. Uh, And potentially what could happen in the future. So the list I'm looking at here is a little bit ajar because of this is things just being released within Phase 4, right? So what's a little bit weird is that some of these things... Are the wrong way round, but this list has got Blade and Fantastic Four on it, so I believe it is all correct for this year. Uh, okay, I've I've got yeah, I've got the Rotten Tomatoes list, which has got literally everything that's been announced. Now this is like an up to date list, including Phase Five stuff. But is this ah, we're talking Phase Four? I we're think. just doing Phase Four. I think uh, so. I don't know where Phase Four ends. <laughs> I think Phase Four ends at Fantastic Four. I think. I think so. We don't have anything else after that, do we? Um, series. It's just all the series. Ah, oh, okay. So I we'll miss off. We'll miss off the series that isn't. So the series that is, yeah. is WandaVision, Falcon, Winter yep. Soldier, What If, and Hawkeye. Yep. and um, Ms. Marvel, and Loki, and, Lo- and Loki. Yep. <laughs> So there's a lot of series in there, <laughs> there's quite a few of them, actually, isn't there? Yeah. Anyway, where do we start? Do we, I mean, we've already talked about WandaVision a little bit. Uh, you gave a solid prediction about where WandaVision could be going, so okay, check out that. I saw, it, I last saw week. a new theory today that I quickly want to talk about. Okay, like, I'm not going to dive into depth of it, but somebody said, Whoa, whoa, what whoa, 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 before you go into that, potential spoilers for WandaVision. Black Widow, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Eternal, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Loki, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, What If, Thor: Love and Thunder, Blade, and Fantastic Four and One Vision. Okay, now uh, you're making you? not Black Panther two or Guardians three. Uh, I don't know I don't, where they're falling. I don't think they're in Phase Four. Okay. I don't They're on this so. list here, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Okay, uh, let me redo that list then uh, up top. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, also those are the films. Oh, also I would just remember what the news story was. Um, Deadpool 3 has been confirmed to be in the MCU and it's going to be R-rated and they've guaranteed that it's definitely going to happen. Ooh, nice. Nice. Let's just go through the films, and then when we want to stop, we'll stop. (laughs) Okay. Instead of doing a list. Potential spoilers for every upcoming MCU property. Is that a good enough blanket statement, do we think? (laughs) Yes, very good. Right, should we start movies, then talk TV, or do you reckon we'll all kind of link together? Or should we just talk about Phase 4 as a whole? So, Chris, what's your new theory about the WandaVision villain, then? Okay, so I didn't come up with this, but I've seen people talking about it. What if Vision is Mephisto. And that's how he's back from the dead, because it's not actually Vision. Oh, so what if Vision turns into the guy who plays Quicksilver? Evan Peters. Yes. Possibly, because I still think he's going to be Mephisto, maybe. But yeah, so... We see that Agatha Harkness has, like, a weird obsession with him and she's, like, really trying to, like, get to know him and, like, figure him out and stuff like that. And we we know she's got an off-screen husband, which we assume is going to be the devil. Um, or Mephisto, I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but this theory is that maybe, like, Vision isn't back to life and it's Mephisto disguised himself as Vision... And maybe that's where the baby stuff's coming in instead of like them doing like, oh, this is a shard of the soul of Mephisto. Maybe it's just like, these are Mephisto's kids and that's his tether to the world and stuff like that, maybe. Hmm, that's interesting. That's interesting. And maybe when he swallowed... I think swallowed, it's less likely, but interesting. Maybe when he swallowed the chewing gum, he became more like his Mephisto self, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe. it was all just a ploy. Maybe it's all fake and maybe it's all a what if story <laughs> oh my god! maybe this imagine. is what if episode one imagine if we're not actually watching wandavision that'd be a twist wouldn't it wait imagine if at the end of a wandavision she wakes up and it's like the parody ending of breaking bad where he wakes up and uh brian cranston's character was the dad from malcolm in the middle having a nightmare all along jesus christ at the end of (laughs) Roseanne, i think it is where they wake up and they realize that the last like two series were all a dream wow (laughs) that'd be heavy right should we uh, we've talked about one division and we'll talk about it in the next coming weeks when we find out more information yeah no doubt about that falcon and the winter soldier falcon and the winter soldier What do you think is going to happen? Baron Zemo's back. So you've just watched Civil War. So where do you think it's going? Okay. This one, I'm not entirely sure on because we know it's had to go under extensive reshoots because it involved like a bioweapon and stuff like that that they were trying to stop. And obviously with COVID happening, they've had to rewrite and reshoot bits. Mm -hmm. So I am a little bit lost on what's going to happen. Um, I think it's definitely going to be like a globetrotting... Falcon and the Winter Soldier are teaming up to take down some sort of threat. I don't think it's going to be HYDRA, but I think it's going to be another like shadow organisation like that. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get the return of AIM, uh, but I reckon it might involve maybe the Roxxon Corporation and stuff like that as well, because okay. we've been seeing them a lot in, in especially the Iron Man films, the earlier ones. So what's what's so the Roxxon Corporation? So they are basically just like a... Evil corporation in the comic books, like they are a completely like in inverted commons legal operation, but they are like oil barons and stuff like that, and they have been known to be involved in shady stuff. And I can't remember; I'm forgetting the name of which superhero runs it, or oh, sorry, anti-hero slash often villain runs it at the moment in the comic books. But I think it was a former X Men villain or superhero. Runs it and it's like a proper like shadowy corporation. Mm-hmm. Um they, they in Iron Man three, they you hear a lot about how they caused a huge oil spill um throughout like most of the oceans and like nobody like got reprimanded for it or anything. Like they're like a proper like shady big time company who have dealings with like AIM and Roxon and Hydra. They are Roxon, sorry, but yeah. Okay. Very. I I reckon maybe because I think we saw rocks on in. So we're we're going to like a new place that we've never seen in the films before, which is a fictional location near Shanghai. I think Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember what the island's called, but I think we saw rocks on tankers and stuff there. So I'm not entirely sure, but I think we're definitely going to be fighting against um, a new government agency as well, who are bringing up like U.S. agent trying to take over the role of Captain America. Okay, I think they're going to be sort of like stuck in the middle of the U.S. government and the shadow organization, and they're trying to take it down. I don't know. Mm. What are you thinking? What's I've got no idea. That's why I was asking you because I'm not fully clued <laughs> up with uh, where Falcon and Winter Soldier could go after after um, where you know after uh, the Civil War. Yeah, because um, we don't know what's happened to Zemo. We know he got taken into custody by black panther but we don't know what he's done since then Mm. uh i'm guessing he might be on the raft because that was a big part of civil war yeah the raft was the big underwater prison right yeah yeah Mm. i have no idea that this is why i I wanted to do this episode because it's kind of lets you go a bit crazy on theories (laughs) and speculation and stuff and I think this is the up. one series where we have the least information because there were so many reshoots and stuff, the trailer doesn't show that much. They show a lot of like action scenes and stuff, but we can't gather too much of what the plot is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a little bit open ended right now, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um what else? What's next? So Black after Widow? F- Black Widow? Yeah, Black Widow. So we kind of seen a lot of Black Widow already. We know who who's in it. We know um, that, obviously, the bad guy is Taskmaster. Yes. So, what do you think the story of Black Widow is going to be? Pretty much exactly what we figured it out. So, this is probably going to take place in the five years between... Uh, well, it's going to take place in one of two time slots. It's either going to be um, between Civil War and infinity war Mm -hmm. because then she dyed her hair blonde and stuff didn't she yeah um or it's going to be um she looks like she's still got a little bit of blonde in the tips which might mean it might be between infinity war and endgame so we're not entirely sure yet Mm -hmm. i would say maybe before infinity war um okay you know, when they were off the grid and stuff, that's maybe why she's gone home to try and find her family after the Avengers crumbled. Yes. Um, so she's gone back. She's found out that Taskmaster is trying to do something. We're not entirely sure. In, oh, he's trying to revive the Red Room and the Black Widow program, isn't he? So he's yes. trying to create like a new underground, like Soviet KGB type organization. Um, and it's basically her. F- teaming up with her former allies Red Guardian, Florence Pierce, Yelena Belova and um, Rachel Vice is playing Melina, who I'm Melina. not sure who she is in the comic books um, so she's going to form this team to take on the new Black Widow organisation uh, to what end? I'm not entirely sure, we've seen in like attacking like snowy research facilities and stuff like that so maybe he's trying to get his hands on some super tech i mean that's most comic book films isn't it somebody's trying to get their hands on some sort of world ending technology (laughs) yeah i think it's going to be quite interesting because this is obviously the the marvel film that we've had after um we've not had anything else since endgame have we yeah, we had Spider Man Far From Home. Oh, Spider Man Far From Home. So, it, what I quite enjoyed about Spider Man Far From Home was that we went from having this film with massive stakes in the shape of um, uh, End Game, yeah, in the shape of End Game. So it was nice to have like something a little bit more grounded in Far From Home. So I'm actually quite excited to have um, to have that come up. To be honest, quite excited to see, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is definitely going to be more of a story of exploring Black Widow finally and finding out more about her past because we know we've got de-aged Thunderbolt Ross, so we're going to get some sort of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is probably going to be more of a film about her journey rather than, like like we said, end-of-the-world stakes. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably going to be like... She talks, especially in uh, Avengers and Age of Ultron, that she's got a lot of red in her ledger um she's done a lot of shady things in the past and how like when she left the kgb and signed up for shield she thought she was on the right path and then Mm -hmm. obviously we find out that shield is hydra so i think this is her going back to try and make some amends for things that she's done in her life so i think this is going to be the introspective behind like peel back the mask of black widow that we've been hearing so much like potential of like how she puts up such a front now we're finally going to see behind it Behind the Iron Curtain, you could say. Behind the Iron Curtain. I like it. Yes. I think it's one of them that we've seen a lot of shots from it again, and it seems like it's the typical sort of like, we're going to start a super shady organisation and try and take over the world type thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe it alludes to... I don't know, because we'll probably talk about this as we go on, but I feel like the the big villain of Phase 4 going into Phase 5, etc., is going to be huge because when we yeah. talk about things like, you know, a multiverse time travel, dimensional travel, what have you, it feels as though it could be massive, massive, massive stakes. Yeah, it feels like it's going to be like a Doctor Doom Galactus or Kang the Conqueror type thing. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I think so- Kang, isn't Kang the Conqueror already confirmed for one of the upcoming movies? Yes, Quantumania quantum man and the wasp um i think this as well i I don't mean this in like an insulting way it's kind of got the lowest stakes out of a lot of them because it is a prequel and we know where her story goes after this uh i don't think this is going to set like the wider mcu world on fire as opposed to i think this is why this was meant to come out before all the multiverse meddling started coming out um because i think that like we both said is going to be like the main driving force towards like the next big like phase movement is going to be the multiverse and cosmic threats and stuff. Yeah. So I think this is a smaller story that they wanted to get out before WandaVision and before Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'll be honest with you, Chris, I know absolutely nothing about Shang-Chi. I know the Ten Rings is something to do with... Uh, what's it called? Um, the Mandarin. Yep. And that's about it. (laughs) Okay. We talked about that. So I'm not massively clued up on Shang-Chi. I don't think I've ever read a Shang-Chi book. I don't think I've even read a crossover event with him in it. Like he was quite a forgotten about character for a long time. I think he was like in sort of like a a problematic uh, state with like Fu Manchu and stuff like that. mm -hmm. Um, Uh, But the Ten Rings we've seen in the Iron Man films, uh, they came back in uh, Ant Man as well, working with Hydra operatives and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But this seems to be, that seems to have been like an adopted name, the Ten Rings, whereas we think we might be diving more into the real legacy of like the Mandarin and the Ten Rings. So we know Shang-Chi is going to be entered into a fighting tournament, which is cool. Um, We all love a tournament arc if you're an anime fan. Um so we reckon it might be to like the Mandarin because I think the retcon in it, he's not gonna be the son of Fu Manchu Shu because he is quite a racist stereotype. Okay. I think they're making him the son of the real Mandalorian uh not, I said Mandalorian. Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a plot twist? Oh, he's the son of the Mandalorian. Twist. What a plot twist. Um, or he's entered into the competition via the mandarin anyway and i think it's going to maybe be to win one of the 10 rings or maybe all of the 10 rings. Okay. So the mandarin in the comic books has these 10 rings which are like techno magical rings so basically like uber powerful like uh like cosmic rings which border between magic and science. Okay. Um you know sort of we if we get that like uh, correlation a lot between Thor and Asgard compared to what we consider magic on yeah. Earth and stuff yeah yeah i get you so i reckon this is going to be sort of like the man uh, i nearly said the mandalorian again <laughs> the mandarin gets a hold of the ten rings somehow and this tournament going down and then he unleashes like chaos on the rest of the world Um, he's trying to take it over by that i i really like the theory that we might potentially get um fing fang foom the dragon in this attacking uh chicago is it that it was set or uh i think it was chicago that they were filming in Mm -hmm. Uh, it was either chicago or san francisco um but i love the theory that maybe uh the mandarin might be awakening fing fang foom from like the center of the earth or something like that and we get this ultimate fucking <laughs> dragon fight you know you know what we all wanted from iron fist yeah 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 um i but think what that's we didn't what we get. might get but it's gonna focus a lot more on like martial arts combat and stuff like that um i think it's gonna have a bit of mysticism in there bringing you know sort of like the eastern side of magic that we saw depicted in doctor strange and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to sort of like merge those sort of realms together, but we're going to see some excellent hand-to-hand combat. I mean, the fighting choreography in the MCU is good, but I feel like this is going to be like real technical fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might see some really cool Easter eggs of characters in the fight, in the tournament. Uh, I know a lot of people were saying like there might be some X-Men characters show up in there. I can't remember the names of them, but there was like like Russian... Um, I think it was somebody that is related to Red Guardian, um, who's like a four-armed fighter and stuff. Basically, they're going to try and do Mortal Combat in the MCU <laughs> for the first <laughs> half of this film. Maybe sounds exciting, um, but yeah, that would be pretty sick. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I, we don't we don't really have any information other than that at the moment, so it's hard to tell. But we've seen like roads getting destroyed in. I think it's Chicago. I'm going to say Chicago. You're mm-hmm. um, seeing like roads getting destroyed, a bus getting split in half, and stuff like that. I'm like, that's not going to happen just from like a couple dudes punching in a ring, is it? No. So there's no. got to be some sort of bigger thing. Either the Mandarin gets hold of the Ten Rings and is like fucking his way through a city type thing. <laughs> Um, that was a weird way of phrasing that. Was a that. Strange analogy. That <laughs> I meant to be like tearing through a city, fucking it up is what I meant. Just fucking his way through a city, just on the absolute, on an absolute, just, just just on the crawl, on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Um, yeah, but I as a, it's either going to be that, or we're going to see some sort of larger threat be produced. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we know the Mandarin always has these like dragon tattoos and stuff, and he has been known to like be involved with Fing Fang, Foom and stuff like that. I think. <laughs> I awesome. think I remember that from uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I think there was a mission Jeez. where you play, where you're fighting, going to fight the Mandarin, and you have like a small fight against some of then Fing Fang, Foom just like storms the city, <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, it's a fucking mustard dragon. <laughs> I remember I'm there with all close-range characters and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, I should have swapped my team out before this. Mate, what I a miss Ultimate Alliance. What a throwback. I've got a Switch now, I can get Ultimate Alliance 3, bro. <laughs> uh, next up, we may as well carry on with the movie list, right? May as well. Uh, yep. One that should have already have come out, Eternals. Yeah. So... So, I think what the state's you think? probably pretty big in Eternals, right? Because you're talking yeah. about the Celestials, you're talking about people who are. In, you're, you're talking about Thanoses, right? Thanis? Yeah. Than. than <laughs> so, than Thanos, Thanos is a deviant. Phoom, <laughs> He's a deviant. Okay. <laughs> Thanos English. is a name, it's not a race. <laughs> <laughs> Which in English means. He's a deviant, right? Okay. so... so what does that mean? So, okay. Um, there was like this higher state of being with the Celestials and then they wanted to... like they Celestials basically gave birth to the universe as we know it with the other cosmic entities like Eternity, the Living Tribunal, uh, Death and stuff like that. Um, so the Celestials sort of, like, play around to, like, figure out how to make life and how to make, like, th- the perfect universe and stuff like that. But they also just, like, fucking with it at the same time, seeing how far they can push things. Um So the Celestials created, like, a race which became the Eternals, but they also became, like, through some other things in the mix, and some of them came out deformed with different things, and they're called the Deviants. Okay. And then you had, like, a different subsection which were, like, the pure forms of the Eternals, but not as strong. So you had, like, the Eternals were, like, I think, like, the Apex, and then you had the Deviants, which were, like, the bad offspring, and you had the Inhumans, which were the good offspring. Right. So the Inhumans we know from the shit series, they basically are humans with um, powers that can be activated. They're kind of like mutants, but not. the kind of like sp- space mutants. Okay. Um, and then you've got Deviants, Right, so the Deviants normally end up coming out malformed. Sometimes they have powers, but in like weird, destructive ways and stuff. So Thanos was a Deviant, and that's why he was sort of abandoned by his father and stuff like that. And we do know that we're going to see something to do with the origin of Thanos in this. Ooh. Um, so that's like one half of the story. The other half is the actual Eternals team themselves and how a lot of them end up coming to Earth and being worshipped as gods and stuff like that. And we're going to get maybe like a time travel, like not time travel, but time hopping adventure where we see all these different like periods because we've seen like set photos of sets of ancient Egypt and Greece, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And like some of them just from the names, you've got like um, uh, Icarus and stuff like that in there. So like these different like deities that we know from different dead religions and stuff like that or like some of them are like so uncannily close to other things that they could have inspired these legends and and gods and stuff right okay so and we also know as well that kit harrington is going to be playing black knight in this as well yes so i reckon black knight might be like the catalyst of getting the eternals back together so they would have been like scattered throughout like time and space and stuff like that, mostly falling on Earth. And then he might get them back together to fight the Celestials. Oh. Because okay. I think the Celestials might come to like destroy the known universe. I reckon this is my my big like big brain thought. Big brain. So we know like this is just like a small part of the thing. But I think we might end up fighting the he- uh, so the celestial that became nowhere from um, Guardians of the Galaxy One. Ooh, so we be know that nowhere is the head of a dead celestial. So I reckon we might see a celestial getting decapitated in this, and whether that's like the main one that they're fighting at the end. Ooh. But we've seen like f- images, uh, concept art of like five different celestials. Ooh, that would be an interesting little tie maybe. In. Maybe the Black Knight because his sword is. Uh, I don't think it's the god killer sword that uh, Gore ends up wielding, the black sword. It might, actually, it might be the same black sword that spawned the symbiotes. Okay, this is like okay, wow, deep uh, fucking whoa. shit that we'll get into during <laughs> Thor, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. But okay. I reckon his sword might be able to kill a Celestial. Uh, We had the Lego sets actually be previewed of this like last week or the week before, and I didn't want to talk about it because it was like a Lego thing, but I knew whenever we talked about Eternals next, I was going to bring it up. We've seen loads of different like monstrous looking Celestials having fights against, um, uh, against, not Celestials, sorry, Deviants, monstrous Deviants fighting against the Eternals. So I reckon we're going to get like multiple different skirmishes of like like nameless sort of deviants. So, like, one of them was like a six armed, like, walks like a crab type. Eh, not a crab, but you know, sort of like the uh, Outriders from uh, the Battle of Wakanda. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the you got... the Thanos brings down. It sort of like that, but huge. And yeah. then you had like one which had like, the f- I'm trying to remember now, he had like the face almost sort of like a lion mixed with Beta Ray Bill almost. Uh, with like scythe hands and shit. Yeah, and um, it looks like you've got your more kind of like traditional looking deviant celestial, which is what you see in the uh in the Ga- big set. Yeah, the guardians you see it in the guardians bit where they talk about the power stone, the one yeah, with the little so that's, chest. Yeah, that's uh, uh a celestial that one, yeah. Hmm. So But we that's only like see the outfits theory. from the Lego set don't we we don't really see we've much seen concept so. art of them as well yeah um we've seen concept art of them which Where's seems you? pretty faithful to what we've seen in the lego minifigs and the the concept art and the comic books as well they're pretty close also they've got a weird like dorito shaped fucking <laughs> um, <seen> spaceship <laughs> yeah it's funny that I, there isn't i can't see any black knight um photos No, here. we haven't seen that yet, I don't think. No, it's interesting. Well, I mean, this looks exciting. So yeah, I expect some cool superpowers, some like big godly looking mama jammers. Mama jammers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. big fucking Lego sets. <laughs> Hercules might be in this as well, so... Hmm. It's know. kind of a shame that things get spoiled by toys now. Like, it's uh, normally pop vinyls that give away like people's true names or outfits and stuff like that, but this was a Lego set for a change. Yeah. Because obviously this was meant to have come out, so this was in like... These haven't been put out online anywhere. These are all screenshots from a a Lego promotional magazine, which a couple people got. Mm. There is a, a list of the new pop vinyls that got leaked quite a while ago, I don't know whether you remember, that talked about the breakdown list for Eternals. Yeah, um, that all the pop vinyls that we were going to be getting uh for yeah. it but yeah i guess it's uh i guess we'll just wait and see right so I'm excited, though. the name of the celestial that we're seeing is ishrem or in the lego arishem. sets um, it's also on the pop list as well so oh, the, the pop vinyl Ar- list. arishem you mean arishem yeah um it says it's a ten inch Marvel pop, which means it's a large a large size one which would lend itself to being a celestial. And Erashem looks like the big thing from uh, Oh oh it's not. The thing that you see in Guardians of the Galaxy with the power stone in the staff is on Google as Eson Eson the Searcher. Who is, the yeah, celestial. But he is a celestial? But yeah. he, the design's very much the same. Yeah. But What's we don't know if that's it? we don't know if that's the head of nowhere. We just know he was one that wielded the Power Stone. He's huge, bro. Yeah, bro. Are they all that yeah, big? Bro. Yeah, they're literally like the size of multiple planets. They're like because Galactus is like a subset of um, the Celestials. He's like a <laughs> Celestial entity. So are the Eternals that big? Uh, no. They're, like, human size, but some of them, like, can change the size and stuff Ooh. like that. So, uh, Ish... Uh, Irishem. Arishem. Arishem. Is known as Arishem the Judge. Hmm. Kind of looks a bit like uh, the guy from Dead Space. A little bit. <laughs> looks like Isaac from Dead Space. Yeah. Anyway, I'm pretty excited for this. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I think the Eternals is definitely going to be the most out there of them all. I think um, this one may tee up the next big bad in some way. Yeah, I think this may directly tie into Guardians 3 as well, maybe. Yeah, definitely. it definitely a yeah, chance. Seems to be like the same kind of vibe, doesn't it? Um, I want to know if Black Knight's going to set up a um, Captain Britain film, maybe down the line as well. Mm, interesting. Uh, next one I've got on here. We'll come back to TV in, in a bit. Uh, the Untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. So interestingly, home for Christmas. So we know everyone is everyone in the dog is cast in this film. Um, <laughs> yeah. But basically, I've got the wiki in front of me, and the wiki basically who it who it confirms that is in this film um is well uh, you know as far as what wikipedia can confirm mm-hmm. uh Jamie Foxx and Andrew Garfield will return uh yep. you've then also got Alfred Molina Kirsten Dunces, Octavius and Mary Jane Watson but we don't have Toby Maguire on here yet so I don't. Yeah, know he was—he was like Bruce Loomered in there. Like, we don't have hard confirmation that these other Spider Men are coming back. We don't have hard confirmation that all these multiverse characters are back. Um, we have like ninety-nine percent confirmed. Like, we've had articles about Ele- uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro being back, but he won't be blue. We've mm-hmm. heard that Alfred Molina's Doc Ock will be back, but he might not look the same. Mm. Um. Yeah, we don't have hardcore confirmed that these characters are coming back, but we know it's going to follow up from Doctor Strange. Well, I- Alfred Molina, Jamie Fox are on the uh, they're on the IMDb. Yeah, but IMDb can be edited by people. I just want to, I just want to believe in it. I just want to believe. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Um, but it's like we can't like say yes hardcore to them, but then like be like, oh, but Tobey Maguire though. <laughs> So do like, you reckon that It's either they're all in or none of them are in. You have Morbius, you have this guy, you have Alfred Molina come back as Doc Ock. Do you reckon they're then setting up the Sinister Six even more? Yeah, I think so. Oh, we discussed this a while ago, whether it's yeah. going to be like they're going to play like this 616 universe version of um, the characters that just so happen to look the same between multiverses, whereas some characters don't. Yeah. Like... Um, Or whether they're going to be pulled through the multiverse and then, by de facto, create a Cinecissix. We've had set photos released this week, um, or leaked, and we're seeing like promo, uh, well not promo stuff, but like graffiti on stuff. There's like an uprising of people that believe um, Mysterio. Okay. Uh, I believe that he's still alive and stuff. Um, like, yeah. a subsection of people who are like, uh, he was a good guy, he is from the multiverse, yada, yada, yada. And we also see in like, a small uh, citizens for Spidey, I think it is. Mm-hmm. So people trying to defend Spider-Man and hide his identity, even though he got leaked and stuff. Mm. Um. So, yeah, we've just... Discuss this a lot, but we know Doctor Strange is going to be in it. We know it's going to follow on from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's ninety nine point nine 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 percent going to be a multiverse story. It's going to be a new Spider-Verse story. Well, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange is following on from, from it. It comes out literally about three months later, according to the oh, site. Yeah, so you've got December 17th would be the Spider-Man film and then in March you would have oh, okay, Multiverse yeah. of Madness with Sam Raimi directing it. Yeah, so, I think I think I was getting mixed up. Obviously, with things being pushed back and changed yeah. dates and stuff. So what I'm thinking is that maybe the Spider-Man film doesn't confirm anything around the multiverse, but then maybe Doctor Strange turns up at the end, and then it's a multiverse of madness, and then that's the next film out. And I then... think I think he I think he is like going to be a big part of the film. Like that's what's been said. Like he is going to be a prominent part of the film. So I don't yeah. think it's going to be like a end of the film. Maybe I think yeah. I think they said didn't they say during. The Disney investors think that it's going to be like a multiverse trilogy, mm. which is like one division: Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Well, maybe it's a case that he fixes what's happened with the multiverse in that one. Maybe, yeah. But then, yeah. but then the the aftermath of it is what happens in the things like Love and Thunder, Black Panther Two, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Guardians Three, Fantastic Four. Maybe that then is the consequences of what has happened in the multiverse. Maybe, maybe in trying to like in the fracturing of the multiverse and trying to fix like the borders between universes and stuff like that, which we think the multiverse of madness is going to tackle, maybe that releases the next big bad of the Avengers. Mm, Yeah, maybe he comes from another universe. That'd be interesting. Galactus just falls through the portal, you know, and and then starts (laughs) eating planets. Um, Um, Spider Man 3, we know now, is a holiday film as well, which is kind of following a trend of copying the Iron Man film. So we know, like, Spider-Man was, like, a men- uh, sorry, a protege to Tony. Mm. And, like, the first film was sort of, like, it was a bit more small-scale. He's, like, fighting someone close to him in another, like, tech suit uh, that he has, like, emotional stakes in and stuff. And it's, like, Spider-Man, like, coming back from, like, he got built up as an Avenger and then, like, he gets knocked down a few pegs. Sort of like Iron Man does in Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man 2 was then, like, a globe trotting like, fighting against whiplash and we had like a globe trotting far from home and but, then yeah. iron man 3 was a holiday film is a christmas film and now spider-man 3 is a christmas film so I, I like the parallel i wouldn't go as far i would go probably go as far as saying that ant-man and the wasp would probably be n- next year's christmas film because when you look at the slate for marvel films they go may july november oh, december and no then- i mean spider-man is set during christmas Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be cool. We've seen set photos of him walking through winter and we've had um, the deli that um, MJ is going to be working at had Merry Christmas decorations and Happy Hanukkah decorations up so we know it's set during the holidays. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying that if you follow the trend of the Marvel releases, that we haven't actually got a confirmed date yet for Ant-Man and the Wasp, but it's 2022. But when you look at the release slates, they tend to release them uh march may july november december because after that in 2022 you've got doctor strange march thor in may black panther in july captain marvel 2 in november and then ant-man and the wasp is 2022 still so probably that would sit in as your kind of december movie there so that's kind of cool, because then you hand over from Spider-Man to Ant-Man, and that's still all very fun and witsy. So, uh, yeah. right, next one's, oh, one. cool. next one's a big one. Next one's a big one. Thor, Love and Thunder. So what was the theory you wanted to talk to me about? <sighs> okay, so I went hardcore to recap myself on who Gore the God Butcher was. And I'm so glad that I fucking did, right? because i had only read like part of this arc and now that i found out what the rest of the arc is holy fucking shit i don't think they're going to do all of it but i think they're going to adapt the story from um thor god of thunder which came out in like 2016 i want to say maybe okay. uh, whenever the marvel now relaunch was um so gore is basically like he's part of like it's like 3000 years ago And he's part of, like, a small tribe on a planet who are starving, like, a desolate wasteland. Like, the planet doesn't even have a name. Like, this place is just forgotten about, like... So he sees his father die, then his mother dies protecting him. He grows up, he has his own family. He sees his wife die and his two children. And he's literally, like, all the way through, he's being told by his tribe and his family and stuff like, oh, the gods will protect us, like, the gods will see us right in the end and stuff like that. And then after all this, he, like... He, like, basically curses the gods. He's like, they've never done anything for me. Anyway, after seeing his son die, two gods fall to his planet, one all in black, one all in gold, and they are fighting. The black one is Null, the god of the symbiotes. so that's where the symbiotes come from, from their own planet. If you've not been keeping up with the Venom lore, it's fucking batshit insane at the moment. Okay. So he's wielding a black sword... Which is actually what spawned the symbiotes. Like all symbiotes came from this black sword. Anyway, so he like cries out for Gore to help him. So he takes this sword and he kills both the gods, and he claims himself as like Gore, the God Butcher. At that point, he's there. Like gods have never done anything for me. They've forsaken my family. Like, and he makes it his vow to kill every god that he can ever come across. Okay, geez. So, so he ends up coming to Earth at one point to try and slay some gods and it's like I'm sorry uh, to sorry to interrupt but is yeah. that why he's got this crazy like symbiote looking cape and part of him because he takes part of that with the sword and stuff so he has got like tentacles coming from his head and he is like normally seen wearing a copen- uh, cape and stuff that might be why the version that you're seeing now is like a bit more symbiote looking uh, mm. because this was all during the same time as like uh, planet venom and all that sort of stuff um, so they are entwined, but Venom doesn't really come into it. It's just sort of like, oh, this is also a thing that I wanted to mention, yeah, because uh, it could potentially set up a Black Suit Spider Man or something in the future. We never know. Um, so yeah, Gore comes to Earth and finds a young Thor who like doesn't even have Mjolnir yet, and um, basically Thor's about to fight Chernobog, which is like this big like Russian deity that we've heard of or Scandinavian deity. Uh, Who's basically the god of death, and Thor's like about to go fight him and kill him, but uh, Gore has already killed him. Um, But Thor manages to seemingly kill Gore. But so then he basically forsakes uh, Thor and he's like, out, he'll get his vengeance. Thor thinks he's dead. So then we see that Gore is like, Killed every god in the fucking known universe and everything. Like, this is like now 3,000 years in the future. Thor is an old man. He has the Odin Force, which is now called the Fourth Force. Every other god has been either killed or enslaved by Gore. This is like fucking high stakes shit. He's trying to create this like god destroying, universe destroying fucking weapon that he's making. He's enslaved gods to create it. It's fucking mental. And he's going to use the blood of Thor to power it. So he ends up pulling Thor from the past. Into the future, and also present day Thor ends up getting teleported to the future as well. So you have three different versions of Thor now fighting Gore, the God Butcher. Bloody hell! So right. So I'm just also, about keeping up. Okay, so that's like the history of Gore. Like, that's his one big story. It's fucking head case, I know, but it's so epic. You even get a shot of present day Thor wielding two Mjolnirs. <laughs> And, like, he becomes one with, like, the black sword to kill. So he basically takes on a bit of the symbiote power to kill um, Gore the God Butcher. Jeez. It's fucking insane. Like, that panel is shit hot. So I reckon they might do away with the multiple versions of Thor because we know we're getting Jane Fonda Thor. So I reckon... So we know Christian Bale's playing Gore the God Butcher, and I think we're going to get a similar sort of story to that but we're going to do away with the multiple versions of thor just to have thor and jane uh, of thor he he'll be wielding stormbreaker and she'll probably have mjolnir yeah um we don't know how mjolnir is going to get back to him we don't know that yet um so, I reckon it's going to be that sort of big epic story, and it's going to be like obviously those two like battling with their relationship because last time we know like they were split up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to, we know that Thor is now king of Asgard, so he technically has the Odin force, yes, um, or he could come in possession of it now, like he couldn't. Take the spear and take the Odin force, which would become the Thor force and stuff like that. And we've seen him wield like two ultimate god killing weapons with Mjolnir and Stormbreaker in Endgame. So I reckon that's where it's gonna. I don't know how it's gonna intertwine with the Guardians, but I think that's just gonna be like the first sort of bit. I think I don't think the Guardians are gonna stick around much after like the first 15 minutes. Jeez, everyone. So. That might be, or Taika Waititi might just do his own completely different thing. But this is like the only major story that Gore has ever been part of, so it would be Jeez. so cool to adapt that. Bloody hell! What a what a twist and turn, eh? And also, so the whole thing with Jane Fonda Thor is that like this is years after they've split up and stuff like that, and she is actually dying of cancer on Earth, but. Mjolnir thinks she is worthy enough, but every time she turns into Thor and wields Mjolnir, like basically it expunges like anything harmful to her, um which also includes the chemotherapy that's trying to save her life. So every time she turns into Thor to save the world, she's actually killing herself slowly. So it's like it's a like a battle with her own morality of like, should she carry on saving the world? at the sake of her own life is she willing to lay down her own life for the world which she decides she is and i think in i I don't think she ends up passing away at the end of her story arc i think something happens i haven't reached the end of it yet um but i don't know how they would fit that into the story but i feel like that is the type of narrative that natalie portman would be interested in yeah we've seen it she loves like introspective like um like it's stuff like annihilation and stuff like that where she looks inside of herself and inside of the character and tries to find people's worth and stuff like that so i have to feel like that would be a story she would love to do um i just don't know if that would be a bit too much of a downer for this film out, out of 10 how excited are you for this film <laughs> since finishing that story arc about gore the god butcher so much more fucking excited than it was oh, like i was yeah. excited anyway but it was like middle of the pack for me I was like oh, Doctor Strange is like up there but now mm. I'm like oh shit God the god butcher maybe teaming up multiple different versions of Thor yeah. and everything like this I was like that seems pretty fucking badass. That's pretty nice. And it's fucking Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah for sure. So you would have you would have like Loki maybe you would bring Loki back you would have Valkyrie um, Thor and Lady Thor or Jane Fonda Thor. Oh it's pretty exciting really. <laughs> They could do time travel shenanigans and bring back (laughs) a version of 4, maybe. (sighs) Oh, Odin back. And and you've got Anthony Hopkins with a big old fucking spear and an eye patch. Yeah, we'll have to wait. Well, multiverse. Multiverses. You never know. So, like, that was like my biggest thing that I wanted to talk about all day since we came up with this. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) (sighs) that's it now. You're out of ideas. Uh, that was like my big one that's like my big rant that needed to be like how cool is that fucking story it's so cool <laughs> even if they don't make that into the film i'm just glad that i got to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> right well we'll have to move on chris cuz we're we're getting a bit strapped right. we'll for time some, yeah uh, like, but- that was the big one Black Panther 2, a bit tough. We know that, obviously, Chadwick's isn't going to be reprising his role, obviously, um, but they're Mm -hmm. also not going to be digitally recreating him, I don't think. I don't think think they've already come out and said that they're not going to be doing that. So, obviously, he won't be reprising his role digitally. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting. It's probably going to be more about handing down the mantle, I guess, isn't it? I think so. I think this is going to be sort of a story of... I think it's going to be passed down to Shuri and I think it's going to be her finding her worth and her faith because she had so much faith in her brother and stuff like that. And she, she felt like she had her own place, like being like the tech side and helping out her brother and stuff. But now there is this void in her life from Mm -hmm. both her father, passing and her brother. Um, so I think that maybe this will be her coming to terms with having to take the throne and stuff. And we did Mm -hmm. think for the longest time that this might introduce Neymar, and we think that Keanu Reeves might be being introduced into the MCU and he would make a great Neymar. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if if the film starts with the passing of uh, T'Challa, Black Panther, mm. and with the throne not having anybody on at the moment and the country being in like, unrest, whether Neymar might come in to try and take over Wakanda for part of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And it's going to start, like, this war between Wakanda and Atlantis, and it's going to be Shuri having to find her place and find her way to the throne to defeat Neymar and take her place as the Black Panther. Well, I wonder if... Um, hmm, I wonder if... It's interesting, because obviously they're going to have to address it in the writing, but I wonder if this means that there's going to be a big cataclystic event happening before this film that would mean something would happen, you know, a bit like the snap... Uh, from phase 3 but I don't know whether that or whether there's something else it'll be obviously clever and respectful writing when they do it but I'm quite interested to see where they go with that it could be it could be maybe like Wandering Multiverse of Madness which will come out before this maybe does like her version of like a No More Mutants type thing um Mm where it might be, like, no more superpowered individuals or maybe no more Avengers or something, or no more multiverses or something, and people get torn apart sort of in the process of that, maybe. Mm, Maybe. Um, And that could, like, kill off, like, a few characters and, like, that could set the stage for multiple different films and stuff or maybe bring into being new characters. I don't know. It is going to be difficult. Um, Yeah, and it's how do they do it. Organically, Yeah, I think that's going to be the most interesting thing. Because obviously, Marvel are good with this sort of thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, next one Captain Marvel 2, which. Do we have any idea about this yet? I don't think we do. I think it's just. We don't uh, even have any casting. We just know that they're doing. Oh, oh, we know Camilla Khan is going to appear in it. Yes. Uh, Iman Vellani, who's playing yeah. Kamala Khan, uh, Miss Marvel, yeah. in the Disney Plus series that's coming out this year. Uh it's weird to say all this a lot of this stuff's coming out this year. Yeah, there's a lot coming out this year. Um alongside Tayona Te- Paris, who is the adult Monica Rambo. Yeah. But she's, she's also in, in Wondervision. Yeah. I just I just saw and I was like, wait, what? We we've spoken about this before, but yeah, she is the character that's been introduced in episode two as Janice. Mm. interesting though that they've decided to use the same actress that's going to be in Captain Marvel 2 to portray her older version so of- yeah I'm guessing this is going to be a present day Captain Marvel like after the events of Endgame yeah so we saw uh, Monica Rambeau when she was a kid in the 90s drawing Captain Marvel 1 now she's it's like what 20 something years later um so that's why she's playing the adult version of her in WandaVision, and then this will probably take place in a couple of years' time, so yeah, it makes sense using the grown-up actress for her. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, a Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, we've spoke about a little bit already. Not much about this at all. Um, but. 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 There's always but. a but. Uh, Rick and Morty writer, to start with. We know Rick and Morty love multiverse and different dimensions, and like, big brain, teasy concepts, high sci-fi mm. concepts, and we know Kang the Conqueror is in there. We reckon he might be from one of the microverse, you know, like the city from the microverse that we saw mm. in Amman and the Wasp. Uh, Peyton Reed's back to direct as well, which is good, because mm-hmm. he did the finale for season two of The Mandalorian, which was also so, quantum leap-looking time travel, because Kang the Conqueror is like a time travel villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one version of him... Is uh, Franklin Richards, the son of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, and I think one version of him might have been a displaced version of Iron Man, maybe. Um, by Ninja this kid? point, by this point, remember. you're only two films away, or a film away from Fantastic Four as well, in terms exactly. of the slate. So then you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which uh, could be pretty much anything at the minute. Adam Warlock, yeah probably have more Um, rocket raccoons backstory probably it's probably going to be something to do with genetically created life forms and stuff Mm. and then fantastic four i reckon we might get a tie between guardians three leading into maybe like a silver surfer like galactus style event or something which also informs maybe fantastic four because galactus has been one of their major villains yeah and I think people are ready for that after Thanos. I think people mm-hmm. are ready for something a little bit more I'd say it's almost a little bit more challenging to you know it's a bit more of a challenging villain, you know what I mean, Yes, yeah. it's, it's not as straightforward as Thanos is collecting all these stones to be really powerful. Galactus and Silver Surfer is a little bit more um a little bit more to it, I guess they just are powerful and yeah. Like it's not like oh let's stop them before they are. It's like this is like an, an annihilation state uh, scale event. Also, though, Fantastic Four sets up could potentially set up Doctor Doom, which we saw the Roose Loomers earlier. Another new story, maybe a Doctor Doom casting. Yes, a, a potential casting in the form of Michael Fassbender, potentially. Yes, that especially be. if he wears the helmet then it's yeah. fine, because you won't be distracted by the fact that it's Magneto. <laughs> or, I like I like the fact that I think Michael Fassbender's, like, a good, even if it wasn't... Even if he was under the helmet, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if you're not seeing phenomenal it. Phenomenal so. actor. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Like, he could pull anything off. He played... He was in a film called Frank, based off yeah. uh, the musician, where, he's, where he, where he was he's under a, the helmet. He's under a helmet a whole time, anyway. Yeah. And he's phenomenal in that, so... Yeah. Yeah, like... Fantastic Four has the potential to just, like, kick the MCU into that, like, final gear that it needed. Like, mm. it's finally, like, like with X-Men, like, with Deadpool coming in and X-Men coming in at some point, we know they've promised an X-Men property film, though they just haven't said when yet. I think with X-Men and Fantastic Four coming in, the MCU feels whole almost again. Yeah, well, so I, well, I perfect feel like this is set-up. Uh, Fantastic Four alongside X Men, and then well, that's the X-Men. thing because we've had like the end of the generation, the first generation of the MCU. So we have got like Cap sort of stepped away, we've had Iron Man step away, Thor might step away after Love and Thunder. Although I think he'll be there, just not getting films as frequently as he was. Maybe mm. um, I reckon it's going to like lean into like this new generation. I think Fantastic Four and X Men are the perfect vehicles to drive that future generation forward hmm so i would love to see maybe dr doom in there maybe we don't get galactus as the big next villain but a dr doom because dr doom has always done like cosmic scale things like they could oh. do if they wanted to bring back these other villains and stuff like that mm-hmm. or other heroes and stuff do secret wars do the mm-hmm. newest version of secret wars from 2017 i think it was or something like that mm-hmm. um in which dr doom and franklin Uh, sorry not Franklin Richards Reed Richards and Tony Stark basically the Illuminati were trying to stop the convergence events where all these multiverses were crashing together that's how Miles Morales ended up in the main 616 universe Uh, Doctor Doom ended up getting the power of God essentially and created a whole new universe a whole new reality so maybe that could be like Avengers 4, 5 at this point could be Secret Wars and that would be fucking sick what do you reckon? Do you reckon John Krasinski? Mr. Fantastic? Uh, yeah, but that's it might also just be because I've seen it so much it's in my head. He is a fantastic actor and he could definitely pull it off. Uh, I think it would be a great role for him to go into such a massive property like this. Oh, definitely. Like and he's he in and really he's in the, the bloody comic books. <laughs> His likeness yeah. is used in the comics. So legit. Like, <laughs> as soon as they released that cover, everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. Who would you cast? Uh, I know we've mentioned it a few times, but any I more would, ideas? I, no, I, I, i pretty settled on John Krasinski. I think he'd be an amazing. Would Mr. you put Fantastic. Emily Blunt as Sue Storm? What better on screen chemistry, eh? Yeah. Uh, who would you put as? We've talked Johnny about this before. We, Rip- I know well, we have. What, but any whatever new I ideas? said, whatever I said last time. Any new ideas? No, no um, new ideas. We we figured out the perfect casting. Uh, bring back Chris Evans as the Human Torch. <laughs> oh, maybe it could <laughs> be a multiverse it. thing. Maybe they come back. Th- maybe they enter through the multiverse because that's what they are. Like Fantastic Four got disbanded. Like around about the same time that fan came out because marvel just kind of wanted to get the rights back and they wanted to basically tank the fantastic four so franklin richards reed richards sue storm and their daughter who i can't remember what her name is i'm sorry um they get trapped in basically the multiverse and they're trying to like franklin richards is just making the multiverse at this point (laughs) um so maybe the multiverse could bring the fantastic four in uh, maybe you could get Chris Evans back as as, as Johnny Blaze. <laughs> you never know. You you never you never know. Can we get Dwayne the Rock Johnson voicing Ben Grimm? Anyway, TV series. <laughs> let's let's. <laughs> is the Rock being a rock? Literally? Right, Phase Four TV. Do you want to take this away and just work your uh, way through them we'll have to wrap one, this up Loki, pretty quick? Um, I think yep. Loki is kind of delve... Yeah, time cop i think we're going to see loads of conspiracy theories in there we've seen him being bd cooper we've seen the uh, plebus arcade machine and stuff like that in the background um yeah i reckon he's just going to like he's going to be the cause of all these like mandela effect type um conspiracy theory stuff and mm-hmm. we're going to see like loads of alternate realities where he's meddled with time and stuff like that um, or the villain of the series as maybe meddled with time yeah that's what I think it is time variance mm-hmm. of authority we've got um, maybe a hint of Mephisto in there because we saw a window a stained glass window that kind of looked like Mephisto in the background mm. and um Owen Wilson saying wow a whole lot of times <laughs> maybe a lady th- Loki in there as well can't wait yeah uh, what if we've got a lot of what ifs coming up what if? What if yeah, this if is see, a good TV show? If you've seen yet? the trailer, you could tell like what a few of these stories are going to be. We're going to get like a Marvel Zombies one. We're going to get like, yeah. um, I think that's going to be maybe yeah, the Strange episode as well. Yeah, it's into Charlie. Charlo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Peggy Carter getting the Super Soldier Serum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's yep. going looks to be good. an animated series. Uh, we know Chadwick Boseman is going to be multiple of them. Yeah, look, it's, it looks fun. I can't wait for that. Looks like a good animated series. Yes, uh, Ms. Marvel definitely. Max, we've seen little bits of this, but we don't know too much about it yet. So probably just... going to be an origin story. Um, yep. Her getting it, it, like infected by the Terrigen mist and becoming an inhuman. Yep. Um, Probably, we. I think we might get a Brie Larson cameo at the end of the season, which might tie into... Um, she might get her name from Captain Marvel at the end of the season. Uh, Red Dagger's um, meant to be making an appearance in this yes is... um was it on this set or was it on the set of falcon and the winter soldier we saw bat the leaper again oh, it was on one of them and i can't remember which one it probably Shrug. make more sense being uh falcon and the winter soldier uh, yep. hawkeye um, hawkeye uh hopefully got, has a better haircut <laughs> we got kate bishop um being played by hayley steinfeld she's mm-hmm. a great actress so yep. yeah cool it's gonna be more of a grounded story um Probably more like the Hawkeye run of the comics, which everyone's like saying that it's probably going to be inspired by. Um, yeah, they've even got Pete's dog in there. He's probably going to be. I don't know how they're going to incorporate his family into it as well. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know, but it's probably going to be a low budget. No, not low budget, but a small like ground level. You know, sort of like what the Netflix series were. Yeah, I think it's yeah, going to be yeah. sort of, sort of more along those lines. Only mm-hmm. it's Hawkeye based, and he's training the next Hawkeye because he yeah. keeps wanting to retire every film. Don't think it's going to be twenty-five million episode, but <laughs> nope. Uh, what's next? Um, TV series. I've got Moon Knight. Yep, yeah, Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac playing a Dracula. Not, where's Polo. my money, you bitch? <laughs> oh, we did actually get some news. Did we talk about that last week? Ethan Hawke has been cast. Yes, yes, uh, is the villain. He, yeah, we don't know who the villain's gonna be yet. You said maybe Bushman. Yeah, um, uh, Oscar Isaac. Maybe as... he could be Dracula. <laughs> maybe. And I could, could be... set up Blade, maybe. He could, he could be Dracula, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we didn't talk <laughs> oh, we about. Oh, Dracula, Blade. with my money, bitch? We didn't talk about Blade. Blade. That looks good. Mashala Ali. Michelle Ali, yeah. Monsieur, um, yeah, yeah. Butchered it, yeah. Um,. How how are they bringing him back? Are the Netflix films not canon anymore? And maybe that's why um, Daredevil is in Spider Man because he's being brought through the multiverse, or maybe he's defending him because his identity he's oh, been revealed. It's, yeah, it's got to be a multi, It may be a multiverse, but they do they do talk about the events in uh, Avengers, but maybe it's yeah. maybe it happened differently. Who knows? Well, that's the thing. It could be like a a reality so similar, but then they diverge. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Oscar Isaac entered negotiations to portray the role of Mark Spector so Moon Knight. Uh, it so was good. meant to have been confirmed by the end of this month. So I don't know whether that has been fully confirmed yet. But he did say in a recent interview that he did want to stay away from like really big properties and do more niche stuff. But if he just has like a good director and what have you... Um, he'd be down for it, so... I think he hmm. might be willing with it being a series and not, like... I, I don't think he would want to be in an Avengers film. Yeah. But he might be willing to do, like, the Moon Knight series. Mm-hmm. And it was being reported by, like, Deadline and Vanity Fair and stuff, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's, like, 99.9999. <laughs> Secret Invasion? Yes. Nicholas Cage and Bendo Mendo are figuring out who's a... who's a bad thrall... Uh, thrall? Who, who's a good scroll and who's a bad scroll bro this is one of my favorite comic book arcs this was like the first one that I went out and like collected every single issue of when I was a kid yeah and this was like shit hot i remember like for the first time like seeing when they cut open electra and she turns into a scroll and I, my mind was blown i was like what do you mean the electra that we've had in the main comic books for like the last 15 years has been a scroll <laughs> i was like Pfft. but it's definitely going to be smaller scale than that because i don't think they're going to bring back all of the major heroes and stuff like that and have half of them be scrolls and stuff Mm. Uh, i think it's going to be a smaller scale secret invasion it's going to be like maybe more of like a agents of shield level secret invasion interesting because we're uh, because like this seems to be like a nick fury series which Mm -hmm. is like it's not secret invasion then because that was like a like a big like avengers series Hmm. Well, cool. lesbian stuff. Yep. Uh, what's next? Life model decoys, maybe. Um, Iron Heart, Riri Williams being apparently the next successor to Iron Man. But we also got news of Iron Lad being in one of the shows as well. Yeah. So, okay. and they're also doing Armor Wars, which is like a James Rhodes. Like, so they're definitely setting up like multiple yeah. different. Uh, legacy characters for Iron Man starring uh, Dominique Riri Williams Thorne. I think in Ironheart is going to follow on from in, Cap- uh, in Civil War where he gives MIT students grants because she is an MIT student who uses his uh, like an old Stark um, Iron Man suit to build her own one and stuff Cool, awesome, uh, she's also going to be in Judas and the Black Messiah that comes out this year, yes definitely, uh, um, and then Armor Wars uh, yeah, yep it's armor wars <laughs> we spoke about this a while ago um, they might not go full armor wars with it but I think it's going to be um, maybe Ruby Williams and James Rhodes and maybe Iron Lad at this point maybe Spider-Man teaming yep. up against a few different like techno villains maybe bringing back Whiplash uh, oh wait no Whiplash exploded in armor didn't he? that was back when they were killing all the villains mm. maybe um, Multiverse Whiplash yeah. and that's <laughs> Still, it. Man. That's where it leaves off. Uh, you've got all the tie-in media from uh, Marvel Studios Legends as well that will be here and there. Um, yeah. Number one was Wanda. Number two was Vision. So maybe it'll then talk more and more about the vi- the characters we get as they come out. So you'll probably get uh, Falcon. You'll probably then get the Winter Soldier. You'll probably then get Loki. You'll probably get them all as the start to come out, probably, <laughs> which is fun. Um, but yeah, cool. Um, I think that kind of wraps it up, right? Yeah. I mean, that's as much as I can explain from what I am predicting for all these. you got your big brain moment to talk all about your predictions and just uh, verbal diarrhea all over your... uh... Yep, (laughs) definitely. Like All these things that I've mentioned are all ingrained in the comic books. If you're interested in any of it, definitely check out the comic books. There's some great shit in there. Tweet hours if you want me to recommend some stuff. Oof. Right, we're gonna go play Dota two now, guys. <laughs> Let's go! uh Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on the socials at Get Real Pod across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, you can email out to us at getrealpoduk at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, where else can people check out the podcast? Support the podcast, Chris. We are live on all the major podcast networks, so iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Deezer, anywhere like that. But if you want to support the podcast, you can go to Podchaser and leave us a favourite five-star review, whatever it is on there, and that'll syndicate it to all the other networks. Or you could just go onto iTunes and leave us rate and review, follow us on Spotify, all that good stuff, just so that people know that you are subscribed to the RSS feed and it gives us a nice little boost. Uh, don't forget, though. Share us on socials. Tell your friends about us. That's the best way to help the podcast grow. Uh, If your friend is also a massive Marvel nerd, head them up to this uh, episode of the podcast because they'll get a kick out of it. Slip into Um, Chris's DMs. Slip into them spicy DMs and I will give you the red-hot comic book tips and tricks what you should be reading. Um, Yeah. So, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you... Maybe in the next episode, maybe in a different reality where this is like a different podcast. Wait. I mean. Who are you? Who am I? Sorry. Huh? What are we? Is this my home? What are we (laughs) really doing here? Isn't that the immortal question? What are any of us doing here? The immortal questions. Why are we still recording? See you later, guys. Bye.